0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Beerly Football Podcast. I am your host Zachary Smith and joining me as always, I'm not Zachary Smith, I am Trevor Scott, I'll be taking the reins tonight, the reins of Santa sleigh, as Zach is doing a little bit of traveling, get closer to the fam during the holiday, during the Christmas season, so tonight just gonna be me and Kerry, sometimes less is better, no shade Zach, but I'm very excited not to talk about Tyrod Taylor tonight, as that was one thing on my Christmas list. Carrie, good to have you here tonight. How are you doing tonight? What are you drinking? Let me know. What's going on?
1: Hey, I'm doing great. You know, no Tyrod Taylor, no mm-hmm. Patriot slander, yep. no talking about the Jags all night. Uh-huh. So I'll, I'll miss you, Zach. See, see you next week, but it should be a fun night. I'm. As usual, went back to for another straight week.
0: Okay.
1: Kind of shock you guys, but... You guys, pretty it's just boring.
0: me, man. Me and the ghost of Zach Smith.
1: But yeah, Zach is, I see Zach there. He's he's drinking some weird beer, shouting out to Beerly Sports. Yeah. I see
0: Zach. He's he's doing all right, wherever he is, whatever he's doing. But yeah, there there still might be some Patriots slander, so don't get too ahead of yourself. But, um, oh, they're all all. I will let you know I'm actually not super beerly tonight because I'm in the Christmas mood. I got some beers. I got some Coronas in the fridge. I'm sure at least one, two, three of them are going to get cracked by the end of this episode, but I'm actually drinking some eggnog liqueur, an alcoholic eggnog, getting in the Christmas spirit. Haven't had eggnog in a long time, but this comes from Winter Haven Farms. Uh, It's a home-style... Rum, brandy, whiskey, all mixed in. I haven't had eggnog in a few years, but, you know, you can get drunk off of it now. Welcome to 2021. Welcome to Beerly Sports. Let's get into it. So, um, first of all, a I guess not as entertaining as all the weeks have been, but nonetheless, an entertaining week 15 of the NFL season, which is still going on right now, recording this, Tuesday night and we've got two games that were pushed back into this very late window. We got the Seahawks up 10-3 on the Rams. That game's about the middle of the third quarter and then a 10-10 tie between Washington and Philly just coming out of half. But besides those two games Carrie, what is what were some of your takeaways from from this Week 15 action?
1: Um first I'll I'll talk about my Disappointing Patriots. Mm
0: -hmm. As you should.
1: They looked very overwhelmed against the Colts. Mm -hmm. Um, They didn't show up for the first three quarters. And they made an effort in the fourth quarter, but it was a little too late as Jonathan Taylor just destroyed their feelings with a big touchdown to win the game. But Colts, they looked pretty good. Um, Their defense looked outstanding. Jonathan Taylor's been a beast. But uh, Carson Wentz was not impressed at all. I think he was to like five passes and one interception. Could have been picked a few more times, but this Colts team's going to be dangerous in what's a weak AFC. And if Wentz could be a little more consistent, this team could definitely, you know, go pretty far in the playoffs with Taylor and that defense leading the way. Patriots, honestly, I'm not too mad about this. Um, even I was ranking the Patriots too high, and I think they kind of needed to get back to earth a bit. Mm-hmm. After a loss, after, I think, what was it, six straight wins?
0: Yeah. How um, the Dolphins have? like
1: I think Dolphins have six now, too.
0: Yeah, gotcha. So, all yeah, right. Patriots, they were, they were playing great football. But, I mean, it's a tale of all these times of the season. Certainly, definitely not time to panic in New England. You're going to have weeks like that with a young quarterback yeah. with a, a team that's, you know, not star-powered, anything like that. But another team... You know, the Colts, how they've been looking as of late, um, they played some some bad teams in the middle of the road. They played the Jets and Jags. Those games were a little closer than they should have been. But since then, they put the beat down on the Bills. They lost a close game versus the Bucks. They shut out the Texans as they should and now beat the Patriots. Do you think the Colts are starting to find their form? Obviously, Wentz didn't look like he was performing in a game how he would need to perform in a playoffs but do you think the colts could come together and play this way for the next three weeks and then continue it on into the playoffs
1: i think they will and people forget remember how bad the colts started out the year right. one and four yeah i mean people are writing them off early in the year but they've really turned it around once they started getting healthy
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they got to, they're gonna they're gonna be a pretty hard team to beat. Honestly, I th- I think the Patriots could beat them again if they played in the playoffs. Um, I think they're when you look at them, they're pretty similar teams. When you look at it, both have a pretty good rushing attack, uh, pretty good O line, and are really led by their defenses. Right. And the QBs aren't a huge factor in either offense. Mm-hmm. So I think the two the two could match up well against you know some of these more fire powered offense. But I'd watch out for the Colts. They look pretty dangerous. I was pretty high on them early this year. And I think they can make a pretty good run. And honestly, with the Titans starting to fall apart, what are they, 9-5? and five?
0: Right. Ugly lost to, to Pittsburgh this past weekend.
1: Yeah, and the Titans got, uh, I forget who else they play, but you know they play the Dolphins in two weeks. But, you know, if they drop a couple more, that the Colts might be able to take that division if they keep up the top play.
0: Yeah, so the Titans are going to finish out with the at-home versus the Niners this Thursday night, the Dolphins, and then the Texans the last three weeks of the year. So definitely, I mean, obviously I would say they would beat the Texans, but I mean... We're but even the Texans get better. Huh? That's true. I mean, even the Texans. Davis Mills, yeah. But I think, I the... think they still could have enough to potentially win that game fairly easy. But worst case scenario, they go one and two, lose to the Niners, lose to the Dolphins, and it sort of becomes where that last game of the year is kind of a must win for them, trying to get a better seed in the playoffs, which is not a good time to be fizzling down, falling apart, especially with the Colts playing as I strong think, as they're playing.
1: Cause the Titans did beat the Colts twice, so I think they would have to,
0: the oh, Colts have, to have a game up
1: on them, yeah. Yeah, so they'd have to pretty much win out and the Titans just fall apart. But you never know. Inconsistent play from them.
0: Yes, and especially inconsistent this week. They lost to the Steelers. People don't lose to the Steelers that much anymore. Sadly, Najee had nothing to do with it, which sucks because I needed him in fantasy. Props to Kerry for beating me, sadly. I'm wow, shout, didn't shout, really.
1: out to, shout out to Brandon Cooks. Really, really had a good game for once. Surprising.
0: I told you you should have. Not that it mattered. You would have won anyways. But I told you you should have played through um, Gage instead of Born. But yeah, a good play too. I'm surprised you didn't didn't bring that up by now. But yeah, was there any any other games from this past week 15 that kind of want to comment on or any of them that grabbed your attention and maybe exposed some people, maybe showed some team strengths.
1: I'm gonna go with I'm just gonna go over three quick games. Mm-hmm. Um, first, the Cardinals Lions. Lions oh, yeah. have they really looked good this year. Like they're playing hard. Jared Goff has had his ups and downs this year, but he's he's done well with a, he had a terrible great game out of yeah.
0: And then and this Lions gonna Lions bring in that running back you never heard of. This week it was Craig Reynolds, had over a hundred on the on the ground.
1: He's been good the last couple of weeks and this Cardinal team should start to watch out because, especially without Hopkins, yeah, they fizzling. fizzling. Kyler really Kyler hasn't done that much since coming back from injury. I know he had a couple touchdowns his first game back, but he only threw for 150, one hundred fifty two hundred yards and wasn't that explosive. But these Cardinals need to start watching out as uh, I forget what the Rams are a game back of them right now, but they're beating, they just t- tied Seattle, so they might be down a wild card at. If they keep playing like this.
0: Yeah, which would suck for them as hot as they started out.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, kind of the same thing happened last year with them fizzling out.
0: Yeah, well, why don't you tell me a little bit about this Jets and Dolphins game that everybody wants to know about. How was the experience? How were the fans? How was your time at the game?
1: Fans are pretty hyped. I mean, Dolphins... Uh, five straight entering the day people starting to get back on the train chance to get the 500 and you know even the divisions don't play if uh, the Dolphins win out and a a few things go their way so they're not completely out of the AFC East yet but uh, Jets got off a good start they looked pretty good in the first half Uh, Zach Wilson had a couple good plays with his legs Um, Dolphins Dolphins offense looked pretty bad all night long but their running game was just excellent Duke Johnson yeah, yeah, he's playing five like years ago. Who would have thought? He looked, yeah, he looked great. Um, the Dolphins' defense just shut down the Jets in the second half. They finished with I think six sacks. Uh, Jets' O line looked terrible, but that Dolphins' defense is legit. But I'm um, they've had a pretty easy schedule of their six wins with the exception of Baltimore. So mm-hmm. they got a couple harder opponents, but nothing too bad with the Saints and Titans coming up. But you know, if they win these couple games. That game against New England is going to be pretty big for them, as they might be able to sneak in there as a a bottom wild card.
0: Yeah, it will, which is definitely surprising to me, because even, I'll say, up to four weeks ago, when they had won two straight from then on, going back into the past five weeks ago, six weeks ago, seven weeks ago, this was my most disappointing team in the NFL before they got on this win streak. So, I mean, schedule hasn't been extremely hard for them over these past six, but still, Beating the teams you're supposed to beat six times in a yeah. row. Well, five times out of six, and then beat a team that you're not supposed to beat. Dolphins have definitely earned my respect as of now. But um but yeah, did, did you get anything to eat at the game? Do you have a hot dog?
1: I did not. I'm not paying stadium prices. What are you kidding me?
0: Did you pay a I'm stadium, not a stadium prices for was the game Beerly? Do you have a beer?
1: I sorry, Beerly fans, I'm not paying ten dollars for beer. I'm too cheap. Oh. Sorry, let the whole fan base down.
0: No, it's all good. I had some for you on Sunday. I had it for the both of us.
1: But um, there's a couple other games I want to mention. Cowboys, Giants. On The Cowboys' defense look great once again. Yeah. Their defense has been insane lately, but their offense is just not impressing me. Mm-hmm. If the Giants had a competent quarterback in this game, they really did. Mike to win.
0: Lennon and Jake Fromm.
1: Jake Fromm actually did decent his last drive. Mike yeah. Glennon was horrible. Overall, I think, he
0: was 6 uh, for 12, 82 yards, so nothing horrible. Yeah,
1: Glennon was under 100 yards with three picks. If Fromm was in that game, they would have a chance. If they had Danny Dimes, that would have been a game because the Dallas offense was just sputtering all night. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Dak and that offense, they haven't looked that great lately. So, you know, they keep winning, and it, I think they're going to easily win that division. But I wouldn't say it's they're really going to be a threat in the NFC. Yeah, the unless definitely like a
0: threat a few weeks ago.
1: But who knows, with all these teams in the NFC falling apart,
0: mm-hmm.
1: the Bucs, um, Cardinals, you know. And then the last game I want to go over is the Packers-Ravens.
0: Yeah, which Ravens now 0-2 I without Lamar Jackson. So,
1: But once again, after two weeks ago, Ravens went for it with Lamar. They went for the win instead of the tie, and they lost. Yeah, seconds, seconds, I don't know. There was 40 seconds on the clock. You would have been up by one and given Aaron Rodgers the ball. Like,
0: mm-hmm. he should
1: have just gone for the tie. Yeah. He did not learn his lesson, and that was a huge loss for Raven. A win there would give them a little bit of advantage in what's a very close AFC North. But Tyler Huntley looks good. I think yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody takes a chance on him as a their future QB. He's impressed with Lamar out.
0: Yeah, and he's been doing it both in the air, on the ground. I was kind of concerned with him throwing the ball 40 times because it's definitely not how the offense has ran in past weeks. But, I mean, still two great quarterbacks going at it there, which is going to lead to my first game of the week, last week's Thursday night game, which was a duel from two quarterbacks, Mahomes and Herbert. I know last show I was on here – not really trashing Herbert, but not giving him as much credit as I definitely should have. I watched every play of this game, and I was extremely impressed by Herbert. He didn't have the crazy stats. He had 240 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick, something like that. But um, just some of the throws he made were extremely, extremely impressive, and um, there were definitely some inconsistent drives, stuff going on like that. But I'm on the Herbert train now. I've been a, a very low-key hater, but but I'm on the train now. Um, Steelers' game was extremely disappointing. I think I picked that game right, though. I don't know. Zach's not here. He wouldn't be able to tell us. But extremely disappointed with Najee Harris. Needed a big week out of him. Not really even a big week. I could have took, like, a, a good week out of him in fantasy. But whatever. Yeah, we had the... Potential Super Bowl matchup, Texans and Jags. Didn't watch a single snap of that game, but Jags went from scoring zero points to sixteen points. So Urban Meyer, good riddance. But um also sadly, sad week. I did it seems like curse the Tampa Bay Buccaneers when I said Bucks by fifty. The Bucks were shut out in embarrassing fashion by the Saints, nine to zero. Really an ugly game. But yeah, there will be no more bucks by 50s for the rest of this year, I think, unless I'm just super you, confident.
1: Are you worried about the Bucks right now with Levante David going to IR, Fournette's probably in IR, Godwin's done for the year. I'm not sure what the status is on Mike Evans, but Brady losing all his weapons, and you know, you never know with Gronk either if he's going to stay healthy. That's
0: true. Um, yeah, I mean, it is worrisome, like... Really over everything, I feel like I'm a football fan. I love watching games. Like, it doesn't really matter who's playing, unless it's, you know, the game we just mentioned. But if I had a fandom, I would definitely say it's the Bucks, and it definitely worries me a little bit. I mean, Brady started slow, never really picked up that momentum. Ronald Jones looked good in Fournette's absence, but Godwin going down is huge. Fournette going down is huge, but um. Hopefully, I mean, obviously Godwin's out for the year, but hopefully other guys start coming back because, you know, you might be able to sneak by that first round of the NFC, might be able to even get a lucky matchup that second round, but what happens if you play the Rams off two straight wins one week? What happens if you gotta go to Lambeau and play the Packers? You need to be at 110%. So, it's definitely worrisome for the Bucks. It's extremely hard to repeat championships, go back to back, but if anybody's gonna do it, it's Brady. And man, Kerry, we gotta do something if there's a Bucks Patriots Super Bowl. I don't know yeah. about yet. I don't even want to spitball because I don't want to sell it short, but it's gotta, be, gotta be something crazy. Something insane for sure.
1: But that's that Saints team is that defense is very good and they've been playing without their two best. Two of their best linemen and Rampschek and Armstead this year for a lot of it. And, you know, Michael Thomas has been out. But this is a team, if they had a pretty good quarterback, this team is easy and a contender in the NFC. Imagine if Aaron Rodgers was on this team. Yeah, I agree. That, that defense has shut down Brady twice this year. Mm-hmm. And their problem this year has just been scoring points all season. Yeah. And even if, like, if Jameis Winston had been healthy the rest of this year, This team should easily have at least two more wins.
0: Right. What do you think about Taysom from what you've seen from him?
1: I don't think he's a quarterback. He's been, to his benefit, he's been playing with his injured hand, so, so his arm hasn't been that impressive. He did make a couple big throws mm-hmm. in that first half to Callaway, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, he's a great fantasy quarterback, but I just don't think he's a... Dialled NFL starter. I think he's Saints are better better off using him as a gadget player. I think he's very useful, you know, for whether it's tight end, couple QB plays. But
0: yeah.
1: I think he's the days of him being a quarterback should be numbered at this point.
0: But you know, it's hard to go more than thirteen for twenty seven with guys like Marquez Callaway, Traquan Smith, Adam Troutman, Ty Montgomery, Nick Vanette. I mean, the options are definitely not there on the outside. Kamara loosens it up a little bit, but True. I don't know. All I right. say don't, don't count them off yet, but I, I definitely respect where you're going for. But, yeah, that was my last game of the week. So, looking forward to week 16, let's go ahead and go through those pick-ems. Um, first game of the week we have this Thursday night. we got the 49ers at the Titans. Zach, I'm going to let you go for it now. Zach is yeah. going to text in his answers. Hopefully you won't copy all of mine like he always does. But yeah, first game Thursday night Niners at Titans. Who so you got, Kerry?
1: I'm gonna go with the Niners. Niners have looked great recently. I I think they may have lost the week before, but they've won maybe five or six, four or six, something like that. When this, I think when Jimmy G has not thrown an interception, they've never lost. But with a healthy team, with all the weapons, Samuel Kittle, Ayuk in the offense, the defenses look good. This is a dangerous team, and I think they're pretty much going to settle in as uh, maybe the second wild card. Maybe they can jump the first if the Rams or Cardinals keep losing, but I think they're a team nobody really wants to play in the playoffs, and the Titans' offense just hasn't scared me, especially with Julio injured again. There's Ryan Tannehill really hasn't stepped up, and there's just not a lot in that Titans to score. They're going to have trouble keeping up with a pretty good Niners' offense.
0: Right. I agree, yeah, and I took the Niners as well. Um, haven't been very sold on Tennessee as of late, and the Niners just keep looking better every week. You reminded me with something you said, a question I wanted to ask you. I remember texting you and Zach about it um, on Sunday, that I really hope the Broncos make the playoffs, just simply for the reason is obviously they would be one of the last seeds and their or last wild cards, and their loss this weekend doesn't really help but top seeds that play inconsistent top seeds that look beatable like the Chiefs like the Patriots just cuz they're the best two teams right now could you see the Broncos beating a team like that in the playoffs in the first
1: yeah especially if they've you know Bridgewater a guy that's not going to win the game but's not going to kill it either mm-hmm. they get that running game going they're with that defense they I could see them upsetting somebody
0: yeah, just, I mean, I watched a lot of that game, which is weird because I don't watch a lot of Broncos games, but had to watch my boy Evan McPherson go crazy. So um, I watched that game and yeah, I was just, their defense is all that it is made out to be. That's, if they're not the best in the NFL, they're the second best. But anyways, back to onto, onto this coming week. Next game, we got the Browns at the Packers. Who do you got for that one?
1: Uh, got to be Packers. Packers looking great so far. Browns, not so much.
0: I agree. Yeah, and this is actually Saturday football, so that's definitely worth something to drink a beer to, cheers to, take a shot to. We got football on Saturday again, finally. And, yeah, I got the Packers as well. I don't think the Browns are going to do much to stand a chance. Packers looking a little better every week, and Aaron Rodgers looks like he's flowing down. I think the, like the Browns...
1: Browns fell to like eleventh, I think, after the loss last night to the Raiders. So,
0: yeah, sadly, I mean, I'll be the first to claim my my good takes about Trayvon Diggs, and I know I had another one. Do you remember my other good take?
1: Uh,
0: Sam Darnold. Oh wait, no, that no. was a bad one. Kyle <laughs> Pitts. Wait, no, he's doing okay. He's got eight hundred fifty yards, something like that.
1: How many TDs, bud? It doesn't
0: matter. No, what was my other good take? I had Trayvon Diggs. I had something else. I don't remember, but I had two good takes that have panned out very well over the course of the season, but I got to catch myself, and I actually had the Browns in one of our very first podcasts this year in the offseason, having the NFL's best record, and now it looks like they're not even going to make the playoffs, so wanted to reverse pat myself on the back and say that was stupid. But I'm going with Packers. Next game, we got Colts at Cardinals. I'll pick and, this one first. That's a Saturday game. Huh? I
1: know he's not I know he's not here, but do you remember when Zach put Baker in his top ten? He did. Zach did do that at one point. It was it was like six or seven too, I think.
0: Yeah Zach, so if you're listening to this you gotta explain that next week. So yeah, but um, next game Saturday again. How beautiful Saturday night football. We got the Colts at the Cardinals. Um, I'm gonna go with the Cardinals just because I think this is kind of a must-win game for them. Not necessarily in seeding or winning the division or anything like that, but to get some confidence back to beat a good team at home and to start playing playing better football heading towards the playoffs. Also because I think Kerry's gonna pick the Colts, and I need I know I need to make up some ground on him so. You taking the Colts,
1: Gary? Yeah, I'm going to go the Colts too. I mean, Gross. Cardinals sh- couldn't shut down the Lions' running game. How are they going to do with Jonathan Taylor? Look, well, and I that know. Colts defense—I think they're number one in turnovers. So Kyler's not—he's prone to making mistakes, and this could be a game that Kyler forces a few throws and Colts capitalize on. So I think Colts pull it out.
0: Gotcha. Well, those are our two Christmas Day games. Day After Christmas, we start with an absolute fire game of the week, 1 p.m. Eastern time. Lions at Falcons. Who do you got for that one? Wow.
1: The Falcons usually play well against bad teams.
0: But
1: I, yeah, I, lo- I love the heart of this Lions team right now. They're They're playing hard, and I think they'll pull out the upset.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Well, I'm going with the Falcons. Um, Kyle Pitts out game, maybe. Maybe um, game after that, we have the LA Rams at the Minnesota Vikings. I'm not going to look at this one, think about this one too much, but I am going to take the Rams. Rams and Cardinals picking up wins this week. This game's in Minnesota, though, so that sways you at all.
1: Yeah, I mean, Minnesota looked terrible last night, and they still pulled out the win. Mm
0: Minnesota is not a team you want to trust in pretty big games, so I'm going to go with the Rams. The Rams, gotcha. now, another absolute stellar game, which, geez, if you watch this, I don't know what's wrong with you. We got the Jags at the Jets. Wow. I don't even want to pick this game. Yeah, I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna say the Jets. They've looked a little better lately, and the Jags still seem to be a mess.
0: Yeah, I'll say the same. Uh, Jets looked okay, especially in the first half. They looked better than okay against Miami last week. And if you can play half that well against the Jaguars, you got a chance to win. So, moving on, Giants at Eagles. Are we seeing Mike Glennon this week again?
1: I think he got to go from. I mean, he really hasn't gotten a chance in the NFL for a guy that had. A- you know, decent college career. Um, I think you got to give him a chance. Mike is just not it. Um, it seems like they're, I think they officially announced uh, they're shutting down Daniel Jones for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. I will admit my Daniel Jones breakout year was wrong, but I think you got to give Fromm a chance. Obviously, this Giants team's not going anywhere. And, you know, why not give Fromm a chance the last couple of games if it's meaningless? <laughs>
0: So who do we got? Who are you picking?
1: Hmm?
0: Who are you picking? Giants or Eagles? Eagles. Eagles. You think we see hurt? You think we see Minshew at all?
1: I think I think they stick the hurts. Um, he started yeah. off slow tonight, but he's had a couple of rushing touchdowns since then. Eagles are up seven, so if they win this game, I think they'll keep the hurt string going.
0: Gotcha. Um, I'm going to go with the Eagles as well. Um, Giants just not sold me. I think I think the Giants could win this game if Fromm can play well enough. I mean, offensive line is not going to protect them that well. The running I mean, their defense go is playing well. Yeah, their defense is playing well. That's what I'm saying. And I think if they can slow down Hurts, they can stop their offense.
1: Maybe it's finally the game that Saquon breaks out.
0: You know what? Scratch that got The Giants <laughs> picking both he, New York teams this week.
1: Saquon's just a mess. Shout out but to
0: the Shout out to the Giants.
1: Devontae Booker's outplayed him for the last four or five weeks.
0: Especially last week. I think he had like seven or eight carries for 70 something yards, I mean,
1: maybe. You're a Saquon, Stan. What do you think of that? I mean, they're both behind the same old lines, and Booker's outplaying them. Yeah,
0: but I mean, I'm not. I mean, at this point, I think Saquon's on the way down, and ever since those reoccurring injuries, like I think he had a chance after maybe his first injury, after his first year and a half, two years, but the situation hasn't improved. He hasn't improved. So
1: Honestly, I could see him in Miami next year. They're kind him. of an up-and-coming team. They don't really have a great running game. You know, They still have Gaskin, so he, he wouldn't be the full running back. Like, he wouldn't be getting 20 touches a game, but just enough that might be a good bounce back year for him there.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, next game we got Carries heaven on earth, Gillette Stadium, the Bills intruding the Patriots. Are you absolutely? Are you thinking about Bills at all? Did you even give them a, a maybe or no?
1: I did the way the Patriots played last week, but – Um, All the COVID cases going for the Bills keeps going up. Um, Cole Beasley, the Josh Allen safety valve just went on the COVID list and being unvaccinated, he won't be able to play. Um, There's a couple other guys, but I know the list keeps growing for the Bills. So I'm going to say the Patriots, I think they pick up the big win at home and should pretty much clinch that division with a win with playing the Jaguars next week.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. and I can tell you that's playing
0: yeah um, Zach I will say is definitely picking the Bills this week I will be going with the Bills as well sorry Terry Patriots have grown on me I do think they're a team that could make that AFC championship game but yeah I got the Bills um, okay next we got Ravens at Bengals it should be a fun one it should be an interesting one
1: yeah, I mean the Bengals destroyed them last time they played. But for fun's sake, I'll go with the Ravens.
0: Ravens. I will go with the Ravens as well. My two two of my favorite <clears throat> players going head to head. You would go with Rain, right? Uh I don't know. I saw some of the today that his injury was different than they thought. Alright, well, if that's the case, I'm going Evan McPherson. I'll take the Bengals. But- here quick question.
1: Lamar, he's I don't think he's going to be at full strength. Do you keep playing Huntley with how well Huntley's playing? Yeah. I think yeah. it's a better decision right now to go with Huntley Definitely. at full strength than Lamar playing at, you know, 75% or whatever.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. But um next we got Chargers at Texans. Davis Mills has looked better, but I think this game should be a clean sweep. I'm taking the Chargers. What about you?
1: Chargers always let me down, but I don't. I don't think they'll lose this game. Chargers. Gotcha.
0: gotcha. Next, we got Bucks at Panthers. I'm going Bucks.
1: Yeah, I got Bucks too. Panthers offense is just a mess. Cam Newton isn't it? PJ Walker isn't the guy. Sam Darnold isn't the guy. Cardinals need to find a QB, or that coaching staff's gonna be gone soon.
0: Kind of a gross game next week. Uh, home of the twelfth man. Going to Seattle. The Bears traveling to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. The team does not sound very appealing, but it features Russ and baby Russ, who's going to come away with the win in the first time they match up.
1: I'm going to go with the team that does not have Matt Nagy as head coach.
0: Very respectable. And uh, there's a few reasons I'm taking the Seahawks as well. But uh, reason number one is Matt Nagy on the other sideline. Awesome. A few more. Broncos at Raiders. I'm taking the Broncos. I kind of hope we get to see some Drew Locke. He looked good for like one play last week, but I don't know. I think they got what it takes to beat the Raiders. What do you think?
1: Yeah, the the Raiders could barely beat a COVID-ravaged Browns team that was on their third-string quarterback last night. Uh, Broncos defense is going to
0: suffocate. Yeah.
1: Regardless of who's playing quarterback.
0: Gotcha. So next game, Steelers at Chiefs. I took the Chiefs. I'd imagine you're doing the same.
1: I am not. Really? I don't know if you saw today, but a huge amount of Chiefs are on the COVID list.
0: Does that list include Kelsey and or Tyreek Hill?
1: It does. Uh, Let me just pull up. And more. There are 14 players on the Chiefs' COVID list, including Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill. Let me get my
0: terrible towel. Jeez.
1: Chris Jones, Nick Bolton, Willie Gay, Harrison Butker, Josh Gordon, and then a few reserves. But your best defensive player in Chris Jones, your star tight end, your star wide receiver, your starting kicker, another good linebacker in Willie Gay. I mean, that's pretty big even against the Steelers team that I don't really trust.
0: Well, I need to make ground up on you, so I'm going to change my mind for the second time and take the Chiefs again. Now, Sunday night, Washington at Dallas. This could be a close game. This could be a fun one.
1: I'm going to Dallas. Washington just does not impress me, and it looks like they're going to lose tonight, which is going to pretty much put them out of contention a bit. Mm-hmm.
0: Gotcha. Now, Monday night football, Dolphins at Saints. What do you got?
1: This should be an interesting one. Two really good defenses against two offenses that struggle to move the ball. Um, But I'm going to go Dolphins. Um, Saints are usually very good against the run, but the Dolphins are not a great running team. I think Tua will hit Waddle and company just enough to pull out a pretty low scoring game in New Orleans and keep the Dolphins' season going.
0: Gotcha. I took the Dolphins as well. Like you said, two very strong defenses. I trust the Dolphins' offense a little bit more than I trust the Saints' offense. But, yeah, that is it. That is all of our games for this week. Zach, you better text me those ASAP. But moving on, we've got a little bit of MVP talk. Got some guys, obviously, at the top, hanging right around the top. Aaron Rodgers, obviously, probably in that number one spot. But a guy who keeps emerging, it seems like, every week. Jonathan Taylor, uh... Colts fans rejoice. They love that guy. Carson Wentz loves that guy. Uh, what do you think his odds for MVP are looking like for actually taking the award home?
1: I think he's up there, but I don't think he's going to win it. I mean, when you think most valuable of your team, it's always a quarterback. Um, running backs very rarely take home the award unless they have insane seasons. Um, Taylor's having a great year, and really when you look at it, I know early on in the year, there was a ton of MVP candidates. But after you know Brady, Rodgers, and Taylor, there's a pretty big drop-off. Um, Kyler Murray was up there, but he's had a couple bad games. Um, you know, Stafford.
0: Lamar, Jackson, Stafford. You know, the whole, yeah. yeah.
1: The rest of the candidates kind of fallen off and left these three. Um, Brady's having a great year, but... It'll be interesting to see what he does without his weapons, but... Packers are nothing without Rodgers. He is that team. He's the heart and soul. If he's not on that team, they're you know four or five wins maybe. Yeah, um, he's having he's having another great year. He got off the kind of a slow start, but he's just been dominant ever since. And he's just playing at such a high level that I don't think you can't not give it to him. But you know, Taylor's having a great year. But I mean, still they are. In, I think they're what eight and six, a wild card yeah. team. So maybe if they finish strong but if you know they end up maybe the 6th or 7th seed it's going to be harder for him to get there.
0: Right, I agree. With a lot of that, especially that Rodgers is definitely in number 1. But Jonathan Taylor, you said you have him, him Brady and Rodgers in that top 3. You said Rodgers is at your peak right now. Do you have the other two ranked or are they kind of just 2A and 2B for you right now? Or do you have a second and third place?
1: I'd put JT at second, honestly, really with Brady. Above Brady. There. I think JT is just having such a great season that you have to put him up there over Brady. You know, Brady always does. He's always great. Uh-huh. Um, But you're a guy, I know he's not going to win it. He's probably not most people's top ten. Is Cooper Cup. He's having an insane season. Um, he, he has two more touchdowns tonight. Um, on the on the air, he's now got 12 touchdowns. He's got 1,500 receiving yards. So, you know, he there's a chance he'd have to have a big couple of games so he can end with 2,000 yards, fifteen seventeen 17 touchdowns. I mean, obviously, he's not going to win MVP, but I think he's a guy who should be up there. I mean...
0: Yeah, I definitely kidding. have his name in the mix, and he has Wouldn't blossomed you put
1: the him i put him ahead of Stafford.
0: Yeah, he's blossomed the most since bringing Stafford over, really. But, um, and
1: shout out to him, because he single-handedly is going to put me in the next round, and the Beerly Fantasy Football Playoffs says he's got 35 points right now in our league, so thanks, Cooper. Yeah,
0: he's impressive. Well... Let me ask you this. Actually, let me give my thoughts first. I have the same um, top three. Obviously, it's very respectful list. I'd imagine most people have Rogers, Brady, and Taylor as their top three in some configuration. I got Brady second, Taylor third, uh, just because I don't think. I mean, Brady a little recency bias in a bad way. Had a couple of bad weeks here and there which, I mean, the team has looked horrible when he looks horrible, and I think that just attributes to his his value. And no MVP, you know, plays good 16 games out of the year. When Lamar, Did Lamar win it unanimously or no? Did Mahomes win it unanimously?
1: It might have been Lamar. I forget.
0: Well, if it was Lamar, he didn't have 16, you know, great games. And I think that's why I'm giving the, uh, the edge to Brady a little bit. But I will say Jonathan Taylor – I mean, this time next year, who knows? He could definitely be a guy who's in first place, second place in the MVP voting. He's went up on his stats this year from last year, advanced stats, stuff like rushing yards after contact, stuff like broken tackles, receiving yards after catch, receiving yards. And he just, I mean, he looks excellent. He looks extremely healthy. Let me ask you this. playing fantasy football next year. You have the number one overall pick. You got a healthy Derrick Henry. You got a healthy Jonathan Taylor. Who would you take?
1: It's got to be JT. I mean, also, it depends if you're playing PPR or standard. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Henry's not a, as big of a factor in PPR, but you got to go Taylor. I was, I mean, I was hesitant to take him this year. I, I thought they were going to use Marlon Mack, uh, Wilkins, and he wouldn't get the opportunity he has, but he shocked me. He's having an insane fantasy year, and he's... Lean a lot of people to the fantasy fantasy championships just by him.
0: Yeah. yeah. But
1: here here's the question. I know we mentioned there's a big drop off. Who would you have after those three? Because honestly, I think Herbert would be up there. I think I would definitely have Herbert at four if he would have beat the Chiefs on that Thursday night game. Mm-hmm. But after that, I'm not really sure. And honestly, I don't even know who I have at it four. It's just such a big drop off. Would you put Mahomes? I get. I don't think Mahomes having a great year, but I don't think there's many guys that deserve it ahead of him, even with the down year he's had. Gotcha. So I think he's definitely in contention. But do you have a guy you think he put there?
0: Um, two weeks ago, or even I guess before the injury, like I think it was obviously Kyler. I think if he wasn't in that top like top three tier, he was the first name in that second tier. But maybe that was my other good take that Kyler always fizzles, but um. Yeah, after that injury, coming back, turning the ball over, looks like he's fizzling out a little bit. He's definitely dropped in that MVP, and that's another reason why there's that first tier of those top three guys and then a drop-off, just like you said. But, yeah, as of his chances, I really see – I could see Brady having a bad last few games, I guess, especially without these targets. It's really hard to imagine Rodgers having a bad – Last three games in a row. His MVP odds, I would put it at somewhere around 25 to 30%, probably at best right now. That's with Brady having a bad last few games, Rodgers maybe just being stagnant, and then Taylor continuing to carry. But I would say 25 to 35% at best is what we're looking at now for MVP odds. What do you think his are looking like if you had to put a number on it?
1: I'd probably put, you know, Rogers at about 50%, and then I'll, maybe Taylor 30 and Brady 20, somewhere around there.
0: Gotcha.
1: And pretty
0: similar.
1: I think there's a, a couple other guys I want to mention who have been great years, but obviously, you know, people aren't going to put them in the top 10 because they're not quarterback. Um, T.J. Watt, 17 and a half sacks. Miles Garrett's having a huge year. Trayvon Diggs, he's 10 interceptions. Obviously, these guys aren't going to win MVP, like Cup, as I mentioned earlier, but you know they're having great years. Mm-hmm. And with QB play that's been you know up and down as of late, I think they should be mentioned. And one last question for you with Cooper Cup. Do you think uh, Cup will run away with the Triple Crown for... Receiving this year, receptions, yards, and touchdowns. He's he's leading by one in touchdowns. Um, He's up by about 115 yards, and he's about seven up in receptions. You think he'll finish the year?
0: I think so. I would love to see that. And I think it happens. I mean, he's the number one target there. Everybody knows he's having a huge year, and he's still going crazy every week. I
1: mean, would, would you put, put him in your top five receivers yet or not yet?
0: Like, top five receivers for what? Like
1: Just in the NFL right now.
0: I mean, you kind of have to, really. I mean, it's hard to put them over guys like Devontae Adams, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Stephon Diggs, Tyreek Hill. But, I mean, like, if a guy's three games away from walking away with a triple crown, you know, at some point, like, yeah, I mean, Devontae's amazing, Hopkins' amazing, Diggs' amazing, Hill's amazing. you got all these top crop of wide receivers that are amazing. But a guy like Cooper Cup that's going out there and producing every week, receptions, yards, and touchdowns, I mean, at some point you got to look at the stats. I mean, shout out to Zach, stats guy, QBR guy. But, yeah, I mean, in my top five, yeah, Devontae's one for me.
1: I think think Justin Jefferson's got to be in that. Ooh, that conversation. i put him I put off. him over digs.
0: Yeah, ex- well.
1: I remember when you weren't a fan of him last year too. Who? Jefferson.
0: No, I wasn't because he went to LSU.
1: And you know, this this year he's having another great year and mm. you know, I think next year if he keeps improving, he's gotta be in that top three conversation. But I'd say he's definitely in the top five now. After those After, you know, Hopkins, Adams, Hill.
0: Do you think he runs away with the triple crown? Cup? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think bearing injury, he should. He's just been having such a great year.
0: Well, I will say no. And, yeah, I'm going to say no. You say yes. Do you want to bet me $5 on it?
1: I'll bet you $5 on it. Sounds good. And... Actually, I, I lied because I was wrong in my stats. It wasn't including tonight's game, so he now has fourteen touchdowns and about sixteen hundred yards.
0: Okay, so even he's padding that lead. Yeah, one
1: hundred, yeah, one hundred and twenty receptions too. Gosh, but yeah.
0: Well, yeah, I still I'm still going for my five bucks. I'm saying no. and um. If you like to bet on sports but you're not sure who to take, our friends over at Lock Talk have got you covered. Lock Talk is an interactive and real-time sports betting community for all levels to discuss upcoming bets. You can download the app for free in the Apple App Store to join the conversation. And that's spelled Lock Talk, L-O-C-C-T-O-C-C, one word, and download it for free in the App Store. Get on on Sunday and Saturday. We got Saturday football. Get on Thursday. Get we got Saturday. Every day this get on Sunday. Get on Monday. Get on all the days. Yeah, yeah, very very,
1: very user friendly, too. Nice and easy to use. Yeah. good key. And a lot of interaction on there, too. So definitely worth a check out.
0: Good, good. So, yeah, uh, moving on to our last week's Thursday night game, we saw a showdown between Justin Herbert and Jackson – not Jackson Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes. I wish we saw it with Jackson Mahomes. But we actually tweeted it out, got a lot of mixed responses on that tweet. I'll read some of them after we hear our little brief little arguments. But, Carrie, if you're starting – of NFL franchise tomorrow and you get the ch- choice between quarterbacks Patrick Mahomes Justin Herbert you don't know the rest of your team yet you don't know your line situation you don't know your receivers any of that good stuff who are you taking to start your franchise with tomorrow
1: well I think if you listen to last week's show you know who I'm taking Justin Herbert um, he's pretty much all you could want in young quarterback and he's only going to get better. Herbie. He's, he was probably the best rookie season in the NFL last year. He's taken another step forward this year and he's just going to keep growing until I think he's going to be in the top three quarterback conversation once Rogers and Brady kind of fizzle out. Well, you know, but he's, no, go ahead. he's got everything you want. He's got a great arm. He's. Pretty accurate. He's not a the, the great runner, but, you know, he does a lot more than majority quarterbacks. He's obviously not in the, you know, Kyler Lamar conversation, but he's in that tier two of guys that can run the ball pretty well. And I think he's just going to keep getting better at this point. Um, Mahomes, Mahomes is obviously a great quarterback, and he's having even his down year this year is till one of the better years one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL this year, but he just really has impressed me as of late. Um, Thursday night, he just looked off all night long and obviously finished with huge stats, but a lot of that was yards to have to catch. Travis Kelsey had an insane uh, fourth quarter in overtime. That game-winning touchdown at the end, Kelsey just went off. I think Mahomes is a great quarterback, but a lot of the wep- weapons – He has, you know, Kelsey Hill kind of boost his numbers a bit. And if Herbert had those kind of weapons, I mean, you saw how many drops the Chargers had with Jared Cook dropping a wide-open touchdown. Mike Williams and Donald Parnum dropping three straight early in the game. But I think Herbert's just the better option. And, you know, it's kind of impossible to tell. Obviously, Chiefs have a lot more better weapons than the Chargers do. So... It's kind of hard to look at them together. So unfortunately, you know, we're never really going to know this question. But I think when you look at it, Herbert's just going to be the better quarterback eventually.
0: We might get to know it this week, though. No Hill, no Kelsey for the Chiefs. How do you think Mahomes is going to play this week without his top two targets?
1: I don't think he's going to be awful. I don't think he's going to be great. I think he's just kind of a bit going to be doing what he's been doing in the last few weeks with the defense carrying the way, Mm -hmm. and, you know, I think he'll still throw a touchdown or two, not of an awful game, but I just don't think he's going to put up these, you know, last week when he had 400 passing yards, you know.
0: Mm -hmm. They are playing the Steelers' defense, so does that change your answer at all?
1: No, I mean, the Steelers' defense has been very inconsistent this year, looking great one week. I mean, you saw how Herbert absolutely tore them up on Sunday Night Football, I think he finished with, like, 40-something fantasy points in that game. But, yeah, just Mahomes, he's still top-five quarterback, I'd say. But, I don't know, just haven't been impressed with him all, at all this year. Maybe it's just a Super Bowl hangover year, and next year he'll be back to the guy we saw last year. But, I have to go with Herbert. What about you?
0: Um, I actually went with Mahomes, just because... You're dumb. Why? <laughs> just
1: just because.
0: Hey, I got Patrick Mahomes as probably the, he, when he's playing bad, he's having bad weeks, like you were saying. He's still a top-five quarterback. When Herbert has bad weeks, he's not a top-five quarterback. He, I mean, they played each other. I mean, granted, you pointed out Hill had a great game. Kelsey had all these yards after catch, but Mahomes did look flat even in the in the first the first half. Some of those throws he was short arming. But I mean a guy that's proven it's really hard. Ever since we started podcasting, it's like I I I look into it like way too much. Like I'm like Mahomes has proven more, he's done more, he's got a ring, which obviously but then you start taking his weapons away and saying, you know, how much of that was his weapons, how much of that was Patrick Mahomes. But which makes you second-guess yourself, which kind of, you know, you know kind of crazy it? podcasting. But, yeah, I'm taking Mahomes. I think starting a Can team, I-, I also think he's a better leader, which, I mean, is not that much of an argument. I mean, that's probably 10% of my argument is at most probably more accurately like 5%. But just so as far as like a talented arm, I think Mahomes is still more talented than Herbert. Herbert is someone that struggles with accuracy, I mean, as much as Mahomes does. And Mahomes has been fairly accurate over these last few weeks. The game against the Broncos was really horrible for him. But, I mean, who plays well against the Broncos defense? But, I mean, as of now, the guy that's beaten Herbert, the guy that has went deep in the playoffs, the guy who's had all these comebacks, I think starting a team. And Herbert is young, and he's great, and he's probably the best I don't know how old he is. I think he's my age. I think he's 23. He's probably the best 23-year-old offensive player. Maybe not offensive player, but definitely quarterback we've ever seen or have seen in a long time. But just, I mean, I think Mahomes is still young. He's 26. He's he's still playing amazing this year. I mean, a down year for him. He's got already 4,000 yards, 30 touchdowns, 13 picks. I think this week is going to test him without his best two targets, but... We're definitely gonna to have to revisit this on next week's episode after we see what Mahomes does without those two quarterbacks. Cause if Mahomes plays well, um I'd say the average game for him this year has been around two hundred and eighty to two hundred and ninety yards and then two touchdowns, maybe zero interceptions. If he can do that without Chelsea and Hill, would you change your mind? Or would you still take Herbert?
1: Absolutely not.
0: It's not even close for you?
1: No, and i'll will give you some numbers to back that up. All right, all
0: right. I'm so, dumbfounded.
1: Hang on, <laughs> okay. You you mentioned uh, leadership. So obviously Patrick Mahomes. He's in his fifth season, fourth of actually starting because you know that his rookie year he sat out and just started that one last game of the year. Yes. So obviously, you know, le- they really quarterbacks really don't start to develop as leaders until you know they get more experience. Obviously, you know, Tom Brady wasn't leader. He is now in year two. And Herbert, he's still in
0: year two. He's obviously got his ways to grow. you disagree? No, but I don't think that matters. We're starting a franchise tomorrow. I need a leader. I don't need a leader that Herbert's going to be five years from now. I need somebody that's won a Super Bowl. I need somebody to tell my team no. something at <laughs> halftime we'll go on a fourth quarter comeback. We're starting this, we're starting this shit tomorrow, Kerry. I don't have time but- to wait on... Justin Herbert's balls to drop.
1: Let's let's look at numbers. So Mahomes is in his fourth full season. Do you think Mahomes is going to improve for this or from his level he's at now, or he's pretty much reached his peak?
0: But I think he can get back to his peak.
1: Like to what he was last year?
0: Right, in the year before.
1: But, but do you think Herbert has more of an opportunity to grow than Mahomes? at this point
0: to extend there- that ceiling of Patrick Mahomes over the previous two years?
1: I'm saying where Herbert is at now to uh-huh. where Herbert can be to where Mahomes is now to where he will be. Do you think Herbert has a bigger like window to...
0: Gary, if you knew how much alcohol I drink tonight, you wouldn't be asking me questions <laughs> like that. I need you to right. take the negatives out, double negative, turn it to a positive, simplify that sentence a little sure. bit for me. <laughs>
1: Do you think Mahomes has, has the ability to grow more as a quarterback or Herbert
0: does? Okay, a baby is going to be like 200% taller in like a year, and I'm not, but I'm still going to be taller than the baby. <laughs>
1: all right. I'll, then I'll just come at you with facts, all right? Yeah, come on. Come all at right. me. <laughs> so the Chiefs right now have a. Would you say the Chiefs have better skilled players and better coaching than the Chargers?
0: Not by a lot.
1: Kelsey and Hill versus Allen and Jared Cook. Awesome. Agg- Kelsey, the best one or two best tight ends. Hill, a top three wide
0: receiver. That's what I'm saying. It's better, but it's not like leaps and it's bounds true. better.
1: It's a bit better.
0: It's not even like that much better with the coaching. I mean it's obviously better, but
1: do the the, the Chargers have two top five skill players at so their perspective positions?
0: No? No.
1: Is Andy Reid a better coach than Brandon Staley? As you saw by the multiple times going for fourth down instead of kicking a field goal, which would have won the game.
0: Yeah. But I got a lot more respect right. for Brandon right, Staley then... than last week's game.
1: Then let's look at the numbers. So Patrick Mahomes, again, he's in his fourth full season. Herbert only in his second. Um, Let's look at yards. So Mahomes is 4,000. Herbert has 4,058 yards. Mahomes has 4,052, so a difference of six. Mahomes has 30 touchdowns to 13 interceptions. Herbert has 32 touchdowns to 12 interceptions. Herbert has a completion percentage of... Sixty seven sixty six percent percent and Mahomes is sixty five. And then when you look at rushing, Mahomes has about three hundred rushing yards, two rushing touchdowns. Herbert has two hundred and eighty and three rushing touchdowns. So overall they're pretty comparable numbers within ten yards of each other. Um Mahomes has what Herbert more has
0: two less touchdowns.
1: Herbert, Herbert Herbert has two more touchdowns and one less pick, and then Mahomes is about 20 more rushing yards. But Herbert has another touchdown, so very comparable numbers. But then you got to look at the fact Herbert's in his second year, and he's only going to get better from here.
0: This is a Mahomes down year, though. When I when I look to Mahomes in the future, shit, even next year, but definitely two years from now, I think he's going to go back to that peak. Like, but can he get? Every- huh. It, can he get to that level again? I think so. I think he will. That's why I'm saying he's, I'll take Mahomes over Herbert. Because Herbert do you, Herbert is a, do not, a question do not mark that Her- looks like an exclamation point. Do you not see Herbert improving from here? He's just not curvy enough. No. What?
1: Wow. Uh, do, you not, do you not see Herbert improving a lot from here? From what he's at now, which is Mahomes um, numbers?
0: Okay, hey, where's he going to go from here?
1: Is that an actual question? Yes. Uh, you mean get better? Not yeah, where's he going
0: to go? What, like, th- th- this time next year, you think he's going to have 4,500 yards?
1: I think he's and definitely going to be in the top five quarterback conversation touchdowns? next I not don't, I don't think he's a top five quarterback yet. Would you agree? Where did you put him, like? I think it is equally as
0: likely... If not, more than likely, that Patrick Mahomes gets back to his. Are we talk,
1: Are we talking about Herbert uh, Mahomes right now?
0: But I'm saying you, Herbert. Where, I think where. So. Where, I where definitely do you see this being Herbert's ceiling?
1: Where Where do you have Herbert right now?
0: Top. I mean, I'm I'm gonna say top seven, just so I don't leave everybody out. It's probably five or six. But I'm going to say top seven, just to be. And you can't, you can't see him taking the jump
1: to be a definite top five quarterback next year.
0: Like, what's going to change? Is he going to be more accurate? Or are they going to get a better receiver? Like, what's going to, what's going to change his like circumstances?
1: I uh, just more develop, you know, more accuracy, um, winning these games which are closer, such as this Chiefs game. Um, Just improvement, you know, looking better in all angles of the game. I mean, obviously, guys like Brady Rogers, they get better every year. Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, they take big leaps every season.
0: Okay, but every, every quarterback, especially Justin Herbert, especially Kirk Cousins, loses games that they play well enough in to win. So, like, winning, losing, like, winning these close games, winning whatever – it's gonna come like come and go with your team success, but so far as individual success, I could definitely see this being Herbert's peak. Like we're looking at Herbert's peak. Like he'll have three, four great weeks in a row, be kind of inconsistent for two or three weeks, and then be great again. But like I think it's more likely that Mahomes is gonna get back to that point where he was at for the past two years than Justin Herbert exceed that before we see Mahomes get there.
1: Because, like, how many quarterbacks peak in their second
0: season? I don't know. Probably not that many.
1: Probably, like, Sam Darnold, maybe.
0: That's true. I don't That's know. That's a good point. What about Mahomes? <laughs> he peaked in his second season.
1: I'd say his third year was his best.
0: Well, his his second full season. Was it third? Maybe it was third.
1: Um, technically, it was his first season when he had 50 touchdown passes, they went 12 and four. But I'd say his third year in 2020, when they went four, when he went 14 and one with 38 touchdown passes, the six interceptions for 4,700 yards. But I mean, you could even say his first season with 5,000 yards, 50 TDs.
0: So tell me this. I want to wrap up this segment with this. We have Mahomes this week without Kelsey and uh, Tyreek Hill, and they're going up against the Steelers. Do you think Mahomes has a better game than if Herbert's playing January 2nd game when Herbert takes on the Broncos? Who do you think will have a better game?
1: I'm saying Herbert. I mean, even Herbert's bad games, kind of like Mahomes, are still decent games by stats standpoint. I mean, yes, he might throw for a pick or two. But he's still throwing for three hundred yards, two TDs. You know, like by their standards, even their bad games are good games for mediocre quarterbacks. All
0: right. Well, I'm clipping this and Twitter. Twitter. I need Twitter people to respond and tell me what they think. Who's going to have a better game, Mahomes this week without his top two targets against the Steelers or Herbie the week after this week, the week after next week, I guess, against the Broncos defense. Gary, we made a monetary bet earlier. Would you like to make a more fun bet about this?
1: Um, Like Like what?
0: Like anything exciting? When you come visit me in Tampa, <laughs> I don't know, man. Six bucks, an extra dollar on top.
1: Sure, why not?
0: All right, sounds good. And
1: I got one one last question for you on this topic. Yeah, if Patrick Mahomes was on the Chargers and Herbert was on the Chiefs, what do you think their numbers would be? Comparative.
0: I think, like, they would be, like, really, like, similar, really the same. I mean, you're taking away Kelsey from Herbert, but you're giving him Eckler. And Mahomes likes to check down to his running back. I mean, so does Herbert, but Mahomes does it a little more often. So, obviously, the drop-off from Kelsey to Jared Cook is humongous, but a guy like Eckler... It's a huge addition. A guy like, what's his name? Mike Williams can be an upgrade to guys like Nicole Hardman, Demarcus Robinson. But I don't think these situations, I think these are both good situations for these quarterbacks to be in. Definitely not great. Not as good as Mahomes' situation the last couple of years. But,
1: I would say with Herbert seems to be a, better at spreading the ball around. You know, he can get guys like Guyton or Palmer. And put up, have them put up big games. He's good at hitting these secondary targets. But Mahomes is kind of, you know, he's pretty much Hill Kelsey, and that's it. You know, maybe a couple, a big game here and there from guys like, you know, Robinson or Hardman. But usually, it's just those two. Well, you know, Herbert kind of makes use of everybody around him.
0: Well, we won't know until this week. True. Goes up against well, the Steelers, but we got a dollar on in that the game. What? So.
1: Unless Kelsey and Hill come
0: back, so. Yeah, hopefully they won't. Not because I don't want them to healthy, be healthy. I just want to see how much <laughs> he plays.
1: Yeah, it should be a very interesting game.
0: <laughs> yeah, is there, before we wrap this one up, is there anything you want to plug, anybody you want to shout out, anything you want to tell Zach, the ghost of Zach?
1: Um, I want to give a shout out to Davis Mills. He's honestly impressed me, and he's looked like one of the better – Him and Mac Jones have had the best rookie years. Davis Mills, nobody thought about him, but he's impressed me coming off his first NFL win. So, Mr. Long Neck Dude, keep doing you, bro. Basically. Got
0: it, got it. Well, I would like to plug our, as always, our NBA, our Hoops podcast and Twitter account, at Beerly Hoops. We just started that up weekly covering the NBA. So if you're a basketball fan, NBA fan, anything like that, make sure to tap into that. Hosted by me as well as Anthony, aka Lil Dort. It's a real fun show and we got a we got a fun one coming in this week. But yeah, Zach, hopefully we'll be back next week because I don't know if I can be, you know, just out here doing this amazing every week. But yeah that's about all shout out to this eggnog
1: man shout out to ireland shout out to ireland and remember to follow us on instagram at beerly sports and on twitter at beerly sports as well at beerly hoops on twitter we post daily content on both and if you want a good time come follow us and remember you want to have a good time on an app about betting check out lock
0: talk Hello C C T O C C